Welcome everyone to week 24 of the official UE podcast for Game 121. I'm your host Terry and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, the 8th wonder of Colchester, Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going, sir? <laughs> uh, that one tickled me. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, the 8th wonder of Colchester. Yeah, I'm good though. Yeah, I'm good. I'm- I actually spoke to her last night, so you never know. I might darken well, that, Colchester's that doorstep again. <laughs> <laughs> the inner, it, is that to go back and claim the innocence or just to let it go that little bit I more? Just, I just want to get my innocence back, to be honest with you. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be me again. <laughs> fair play, fair play. And uh, this week we're joined by sort of uh, two, two new voices to the podcast. Um, uh, and one guy who's new to the game. Uh, John, how's it going, sir? Right. Yeah. All good, all good. Good job, thank and you. And also, <laughs> also joining us is someone who, who has played the game before, but uh, not for a while, uh, Toby Marsh of Brescia. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Evening all. Thanks for having me. Very Pleasure. welcome, very welcome. I still I have some new that, voices. Do you know what I mean? It is, it is. We've been trying to sort of crack on with this, haven't we? Sort of getting, getting yeah. people who haven't been on the podcast or people who are new to the game and... I thought this would be an interesting one because I think uh, Toby, you you've played it before, haven't you? You played UE before, but not for a yeah, long time. Not for a long time, though. No. So, um, do you know what yeah. your last one was? Do you know what? I I was thinking about this the other day because I, I did. Sadly, I, I was around my mum and dad's, and I, I've dug out one of my old certificates. So I know I definitely played <laughs> in um, game game fifty nine. Was my first game. Wow. Um. And I think I think I was about 14, 15 years old when I played that one. But since then, I think I played in two others. I remember being a, a Juventus team in in like a game. It was like a hundred and something game. And I remember being a, a Sunderland team in in another hundred and something game, but not for any great period of time. So, uh, yeah, hard format games and essays and and pop. This is the first time I've ever sort of seen any of that. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting and. Uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, so um, it's good. Uh, much, much, much enjoyed. I suppose that sort of uh, begs the question for both of you, really. Um, I suppose to you, Toby, like, yeah, what's what sort of brought you back after all, all that time out? And and I suppose to you, John, you know, uh, how, how did you get into it? Like being being new to the game. I was uh, I played a player by mill years ago when it was M and E Sport. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played that years ago and I was sending post loaders off and waiting for the postman every week. That's tough. Um, <laughs> and that was that was pretty much the only time I played. So I haven't played anything anywhere near. And then when it came to lockdown, in fact, it was before that as well, I was I was thinking about doing it again because I thought, oh, well, it'll be all online now, so it'll be great. Um, and then that's when I sent it off, really, and just joined in. It's massively changed, though. Massively changed from what I used to play. Yeah. And how are you finding it? Like, what's the the, the change from uh, M and E to to something like this? Um, it, it's huge, mate. Um, I came into it quite naive because years ago it was just like you pick your team, you do a couple of transfers, you deal with people, you send it off, you win, you do this, you just repeat again. You know what I mean? Um. I came into one twenty, and I was pretty naive with that because that team, that team was them teams were already set up. I think I walked into season six, I think it was, and all you had to do was pick a tactic and you'd win every week. 
Yeah. Because the, because the, the OEs were that high, the PVs were great, everything like that, everything was great. Coming into the hard format one, I absolutely shit myself. <laughs> just absolutely, got, I got everything wrong. The whole thing was just wrong. I couldn't, I couldn't win, couldn't. And I actually thought about bailing out until Nith got a hold of us after, after I played him. And he kind of went, look, just think about it a bit more. Yeah, yeah. And when I started thinking about it, I actually started doing something with it. So times are good now. It's all right. Yeah, you've definitely been like on a much better run of form, haven't you, of, of late? Yeah, a little bit better. I'm starting to get there with um, tactics-wise, just thinking about it. Realising yeah. it's, num- it's a numbers game. Um, I mean, I, I coach on a Saturday and Sunday, and some of the things that Nath was saying to us, I would do on a Saturday and Sunday, and I can't understand why I've never thought about in real-life terms. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, just things like that, just easy little things, like talking to a player. It's just, that, it's basic, isn't it? That And that has been, for me, honestly, I would say that's part of the reason I've done so well, is that uh, motivation, that talk to player stuff. That is a big you, part of my success. I'm a big advocate for that, I think, now. I was like, going to say, you, you was, weren't you? you yeah. Long, I honestly long think like, the motivation of them boosts, you know, if you're, not as tactically minded as some managers in this, which, you know, not everyone is like, and you're not that great with numbers. I honestly feel like that's like a little boost to help you keep in tap. I, I honestly say since I started talking to three, four players a week is when I started to turn it around. Cause I was like mid table when I do remember, like it was basically yeah, mid table. Yeah, yeah. And then I won like the last 15 games of the season. And literally the turning point was a, I brought in decent fullbacks at a keeper and, talk to players and now I still do it every week three four players I talk to them I'm starting to work through my reserves now talking 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 and then the ones that are disillusioned for like two weeks I've sold off off get someone else in start again you know <laughs> yeah yeah but it's been Making good because I've, from no I've, one. I've kept the I've kept the cash flow going because of that because it's also stopped me being you know what I'm like tell I've, I've bought some utter garbage over the years because I'm quite loyal you know I'm like oh yeah, yeah. I don't care he's 34 I like him but it's it's helped me not stay so loyal because I'm like well if you're disillusioned after two weeks jog on mate I'll see you later I'll cash in now and it, it's yeah, actually yeah. helped so yeah I'm a big advocate for the talking to players I think that's a massive boost yeah I, I couldn't agree more I, I think it's been uh, I, I didn't really do a great deal of it until um probably season two and then i've just found like it it's just it's just huge it's absolutely mm-hmm. huge it really has some massive benefits and how have you found that toby yeah i am um, i think i've been quite lucky because even even the sort of times in the game where i've not done or not been on sort of good form or not done so well for some reason or, or another the, the morale of the squad's always been pretty good um i think the fact that i've got relatively small squad as well so i've got like a core group of players that have played most of my games don't have a big squad which in some ways i think started to hinder me a little bit now with um suspensions and whatnot but i think yeah because i've played the same sort of team most weeks that morale's always been there I, I praise praise performances a lot i don't know if that's still a done thing that was something that when i first ever played the game I was told to do so I do that most weeks I always pick a couple of players that have played well praise their performances and yeah just just talk to reassure players it seems to does seem to have lifted things and sort of turned things around for myself as well I've got to sort of concur with what everyone else has said there to be honest um, 
yeah, it seems it seems to have a big effect on uh, on performance. To be honest, yeah. And is there um, is there a certain way you like you, you is that a, like some a sort of come into your way of approaching the game like to try and keep players happy? To, so I mean, like, are you someone? That would, I mean, you say you play like a, a a small squad, but is that so you can stick to the same team, or do you ro- do you like rotate in so that you keep everyone happy? Is that something you you think well, about? No, I, I I I don't think I intentionally went into the game thinking I'm, I'm going to have a small squad. I, I'd like a bigger yeah. squad. Um, I think quality of players has been quite a difficult thing to to go after. I mean, I didn't pick up Bressy until I was it was I think turn twelve of of season one, so I was sort of behind. From the off, really. Um, so yeah, I've, I've managed to sort of, I've got rid of a lot to make a little. If you know what I mean, I've got rid of a lot of players to make like a core group of players that I've looked after, put a lot of pot and essays on them and stuff. And um, I'm finding now, yeah, towards the end of this season, this is why I'd like a bigger squad because yeah, I've got a couple, couple of unhappy players that are now having to play because I'm trying to nurse the nurse the suspensions and stuff through. So, <laughs> um, yeah, which is is tough, but yeah, I, I think um, yeah, double edged sword. Really, I think a big squad would help in in some respects, but a smaller squad, I think for the morale and keeping everyone happy, that works quite well because you you have got what you've got. You've got your your starting eleven and and your subs that you bring on. So yeah, I mean, I'd advocate small squads for now because it's worked this year. <laughs> What's working sure. this year? And how have you found like the change as well? I mean, like yeah, you you you're saying Toby, obviously, like you you hadn't played for a while, and and you're sort of more used to like the older games. I mean, how mm. have you found like having the likes of Pot and Karma and the essays and all that? Is is that something you, you're you're pleased with or? Yeah, no, I I think it's really interesting. I think um again, I've not played the game for a while. If it had been the same as what it was when I first played, I I still would have still would play it do you know what I mean I, I got back into it um mm. Ben 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 player Ben was a oh, leader yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't realize so I, I work sort of with Ben not with him directly similar industry so I just happened to have like a t- I printed my turn off at work and I happened to have it on my desk and he walked in and he was like I saw I saw your name the other day on the on the contact list, and I didn't think it was you. And then we realised we both play this game, and it was that was sort of fucking out. I can't be, which was quite strange. And um, so yeah, Ben and my cousin uh, plays it as well. He's um, Rems Reims, the French team, Sam Athe. So that's my cousin. So he um, oh, nice. He was the one who actually invited me. He sort of said, "Look, this 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 game started. Do you want to get involved with it?" And I was like, "Oh no." I think I've grown out of that now, and I was like, "No, I haven't at all." Nah, feeling of the turn coming through. So, um, yeah, that was cool. So, no, I, I think it's a real positive, uh, added value to the game. It, it's sort of for me anyway. It's definitely given me something else to think about and and try and learn and um, yeah, you know, ex- experimenting with essays and what works well with what positions, what players. So, um. Yeah, been plenty to try and get my head round, and um, as I say, I think it's only now that I'm really starting to delve into it a little bit more. Um, I think that's probably the reason why I've struggled the full, sort of the first half of the season I had, and and last year was probably because I wasn't quite up to speed with what what needs to be done. So um, yeah, I think it's good though. I think it, it 
adds adds something to the game and um yeah it's, it's, it's good works well i like it i think it's Definitely. interesting you, you said that though about like uh like some of the things you struggled with and i think one of the things a, a lot of people have been saying is like you know the tactics and stuff like that and I think this is something, although we're sort of joking a bit at, at the start, but I think it, there, there's, there's a like, little bit of truth to it, which is, uh, I suppose, me and Daryl, we, I think, we, I don't know if you would agree, Daryl, but we sort of play the game quite differently, where mm. um, I, th- I think you have like a set way, you, you tinker a little bit with tactics, but on, on the whole, you, uh, well, actually, you better be careful when we say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it lacks it. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on other oh fuck's sake. Um, yeah, he's yeah. You you quite you quite like sort of sticking to your your, your way, don't you? Yeah, um, yeah. I've got my, I've got my I set up three tactics. Uh, one sort of I create with what I've inherited, mm-hmm. and then I use that mainly for the youth team. Uh, but I do rotate it through the first team. So I kind of spend the first season, season and a half setting up three tactics and then i sort of use them dependent on opposition i'm very much a setup of i know where i'm strong come and beat me and better clubs will obviously will beat you but i will probably win more games than i lose that way you know and I, I, if i take it serious i mean you know i normally set up like that then lose interest and start fucking about and sign whoever i i feel like you know <laughs> um but yeah, this one I've I've tried to stick to that and try to use the right tactic at the right time and try to mix it up enough so if people do scout me, they're like, oh, he he does change it, you know. Um, but yep, no, I, yep. I've got my pretty much, you know, people. It's pretty obvious how I set up, you know. I don't try and hide it. Yeah, whereas uh, yeah, I'm very much the polar opposite. I think uh, I've probably played seven or eight different formations in this game alone. I I quite like that. I you know I like that sort of side of it. Just sort of tinkering and changing stuff and yeah i I find it really enjoyable i mean is do do we think i mean they they cut there's not a certain way is there because there is there are guys in the game though that have found something that works for them and they're sticking with it and fair play to them Mm. would you you not agree i see it a lot i see a lot of people a lot of managers that have that certain way of playing and they don't change they might only change the master tactic depending on who they're playing but apart from that they don't change much um yeah and they're usually the hardest ones to break down as well oh yeah because yeah. they've got their team they've got their team set up around what they play and the thing is i find i find with it is that a few clubs that i've played they're trying too hard to beat me and not focusing on what's good for them you know right and i feel like that is like a natural thought from people would they know like they know how i'm going to set up they already prepare for it like percy and steve have played me many times so they already know exactly what i'm going to do in these last two games but i think it gets a bit in people's heads and they overthink it to a point of they've changed their team to just how do we break that down and they forget about what their strengths are i feel like that's happened quite a lot with me yeah, they try to sort of cancel what you're good at. Yeah, because they, they too, thought, too much like, oh, I know he doesn't strengths. change. I know he's going to play this, so I'll play that. And it doesn't really fit, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what happened with Berlin this week. You know? I mean, it, to be honest, like, nothing nothing against Louise, but I I kind of knew how I was going to beat her. And it worked. Um, it's nothing against It was just a bit obvious, so there wasn't much she could do, to be fair. 
against my strengths. And I think that's it. When you're so confident in your strengths, you do become <laughs> yep. one of the hardest to break down, I think. Yeah, I think there's definitely definitely uh some validation to that. I mean, like you look at uh some of the team top teams around the game and a lot of them do like playing a certain way and they they're quite stubborn and sticking with that and that yeah, it's fair play. You know, it's, we all pay our money, we all we all play how we want to play. I, I don't I don't see any problem with that. But you um yeah. It does take us on to it. I mean, you were just saying there, Dara. I mean, we have normally we start with it, but we we did, haven't so far. But yeah, how did you get on this week? Oh, yeah. I beat uh, Berlin 2-1. Um, I knew she was going to try and keep the ball. I know she was going to try and frustrate me, and she did. She played keep possession, defend from front, link play. She had the more possession, but I just hit it wide on the break. My wingers, I think, were better than her fullbacks. I just, you know, pressure play wasn't ideally the play for her to play, but I kind of thought she was going to try and disrupt my play, um, and it worked. I won 2-1. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and I actually put thought into that, and yeah, it's strange when it works, isn't it? <laughs> you don't yeah, think you get the, so. the tactics thing, but I saw, and I was like, well, actually, I think I know how to beat her, um, and it worked. Yeah, my fullbacks and wingers had a field day. There is something satisfying when you when you pull it off and you get um, yeah, I, because in my fun. head I thought, okay, she's going to have the ball, but I think I can hit her on the break, and that's exactly what happened. I had forty nine percent possession, but I had seven, I had fourteen shots to her twelve, and I beat her two one. So it's kind of went how I thought it was going to when I was setting up, you know, not yeah, that she yeah. was easy to read. I don't, I'm not trying to be any kind of disrespectful, but I saw where I was stronger than her and I went with that and uh, yeah, it, it paid off, paid off. I think it helped that Ben, you know, it did help Benzema went off after like 35 minutes. Um, mm. So that would have been a loss for her. Do you know what I mean? Like totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there was no goals up until that point, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think it helped that he went off. Um, but I still feel confident I would have beaten her. But I'm not confident in these last two. Like Percy's turned all around and they're flying. <laughs> it's going for the title. It's going for the title. No, I, I don't think so. I think fixtures have fucked me because like Dave's got unmanaged Antwerp this week and I've got Percy's locker in. Like you know, I think Ooh, the fixtures tough, have just favoured Dave tough. when he needed it. You know. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Very much so. And how, how about yourself, Toby? I mean, you're, you're flying with pressure. How, how did you get on this week? Uh, yeah, no, I had a, a good week. I um, won 2-0 uh, away to Verona, uh, Louis King. Um, uh, yeah, just, <laughs> always the bridesmaid. Yeah, always. Was, uh, he's the ultimate <laughs> mid-table guy. <laughs> so I, was, um, I was a little bit worried, I think, because it's near the, near, nearly there now, so I'm nearly promoted, and I think like we were just saying about the the overthinking it i think it was yeah. the first time this week i've really sat down and gone shit what have i got to do to make sure i don't lose this game as opposed to i'll just do what i've done all year away from home all season away from home again i've, I've i set up way at home and I, I set up a certain way when i play away so um but yeah look i i it went with my gut and uh yeah tuna win chuffed chuffed a bit so um yeah one more win I think out of the last two games, and, and I'm there. So um, yeah, because you're, yeah. you're you're top um, of Southern Division Four, um, four points um, clear of of fourth place. So I, I think you you gotta be reasonably confident of going up, aren't you? At, at the very least. Yeah, yeah I've got um, see Palmer this week at home, so I'm playing at home this week. So I'm gonna go 
yeah, all, all guns blazing to, to get that win this week because uh, I've got a tough game against Santa Clara last game away from home and they, they were sort of there they've been there or thereabouts all season they've right. just yeah, tailed off a little a, bit now yeah such a bad mm. run didn't he like he had like four or five losses in a row or something right? like, that's right yeah. yeah I think he, he was sort of leading the way so um soon as Sicarella yeah, left so, um, <laughs> but yeah I, do, do you feel, how, well who do you feel will probably go up with you I mean you've got Nafe's, uh Tondela um, yeah, Benevento, you got Luke Mathis with Valadolid, Valadolid. so a lot of good teams yeah. around you. I, I definitely, Nathan, I, I sort of earmarked at the start of the, the season. I thought, yeah, he'd be there or thereabouts. Um, Valadolid was a weird one because they came down, I think, from the. I don't know if Luke's been the manager, I, I don't think he has. Um, with them, took them over. wasn't he just Norwich manager? He was. I think when he took when he took them over, they were sort of really struggling at the bottom of this league. So I think he's done a really good job there. Wow. To, he's done a blind to them. Yeah, he's done really well. Um, yeah, so I think they definitely. It'd be interesting to see out of um, Benevento and, and Valado who who get that that other spot. Hopefully, yeah, myself and Nate, I think will hopefully go up and uh, one of those two as well. So I'm not sure. I wouldn't like to call it. Don't know who yeah. they've got in the last few games either, but um, yeah, be interesting. Uh, let's see if someone else would like to call, call it because he's in your league as well, obviously. Um, yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on that, John? And obviously, how did you get on this week as well? Um, I got beat 2 0 off Benevento. Um, kind of expected it because I knew as soon as I'd sent my turn, I'd kind of done something wrong. Um, tactically so I kind of expected it um, but seven weeks ago I, I knew I couldn't play for anything so my time now was just having extra pre-season friendlies as I say them yeah building my, building my team for next year and basically working out tactics playing these other managers so I, I've had all the top ones lately so it's been good to work against them and see what I need to do against certain teams so it's been good for me Really, feel better prepared for next season. Yeah, much better. Um, starting to build quite a good team. Um, got next couple of weeks. I've got quite a couple of deals coming off, which are going to make us in a good stead for next year. So, hopefully, I can make that push next year. Is is that yeah? So I was going to say the next thing. Obviously, I suppose your ambitions to go up this season is isn't it, uh, uh, Toby? So. If if you were to go up, I mean, obviously no one wants to jump the gun, but if you were to go up, what would be your sort of ambitions and goals for next season? Um, I think hopefully would be for me to 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 push for you know try and do the promotion promotion thing. That's I think yeah. that's got to be the target. I think. It's difficult to to gauge where my squad is in comparison to the teams in the other leagues. So, like, I don't see don't see every single squad. So, um, yeah, but I like to think on paper I'm a pretty strong side, and yeah, I'd, yeah, pick myself to to hopefully go up again. To be honest, that's definitely going to be the aim. So, um, yeah, just see what happens. I guess if I if I make it, and yeah, see what happens. I'd be interesting, but. Uh, yeah, enjoy the challenge. Hopefully, I must admit <laughs> when I, I must admit when I played Toby, 
Um, I looked at his team and I just thought, yeah, that's, that's outstanding. You just didn't, you couldn't see a weak point in it. And I think I parked the bus completely against you. And I just <laughs> Sometimes thought, it's going to be done. And I just thought, if I get something out of this, then great. But if I get if I get beat, I just want to keep the score down. I think I would beat one nil, and I was actually pleased with that. I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the dirty, dirty Weasley bus strikes again. <laughs> I've, been to- I've been told off by by people in the know for calling it that parking the bus. It's it's just playing defensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And do you feel like if if you know, if another game comes up soon, um, say like next year, another game, would you would you go into that? Would you feel like, you know, maybe you've took something from this game and you can build on that in another one? I mean, I'd I'd imagine that more in your case, John, where you know you've you've had your struggles and it might be a bit not not late to turn it around, but do you know what I mean? Like it, it you know, it's going to be a long old time trying to get it to like say like the Premier League or something like that, but. Um, do you feel like maybe this is like a good stepping stone, say, for like another game? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm about. I would, I would say I'm a season behind where Toby is now. I, that's where yeah. I would kind of class myself. Um, but if another game came along, then yeah, I would be in good stead for joining that one. But I would still probably stay in this one because there's some good managers all around in this one. In every yeah. league, there's there's just good, there's really good managers. So you're up against you're up against good people every week. Yeah, so very it's true. Always, a, it's very always true. a good test. Always a good test. Yeah, 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 yeah no, totally. Yeah, that's and that's fun. where I get when someone says, "Oh, you're Division Three, and I'm like, "There's good managers everywhere." Like, if you look at my my Matt went through my turn actually, and he was actually, do you know what? He said to finish second in there with some of the guys in there. He said he's good going. Like I know, and then yeah, you scroll. Yeah. I was just scrolling because yeah. I, I want to take a second team the next year. I, I really think I'm going to do it. Um, so I was just scrolling through, and you just look at the names that's like, still down in Division Four. You're like, God damn! Like Eastern Division Four, still Robert Gibb, Nick Steptoe. You're like, Jesus Christ! Like they, Stephen Gillies down there. Like goodness me! Like they're good managers, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy. Tough, yeah, and, and like not, not only like good, uh, good managers um but yeah bloody good teams because i mean like yeah we've done just... it when we've we've broken down like and we've got mid table to bottom half division four team and we're looking at like i would worry playing them now <laughs> you know yeah, like, yeah. it would make well, me think and like you see their league position you're like what the well, hell I, I would, yeah because i would i'd say to- toby your your pressure side is easily as as like statistically strong as as mine you know easily if not better you know, yeah, so he, it, he, wants, it goes... he wants to swap me levy though. I know he does really deep down. He was a sh- <laughs> <laughs> as he wants, after he a centre back. He wants to give me levy, that's for sure. <laughs> been, been lucky with um with some of the rises this year, to be honest. I, I, again, it's a bit of a contentious point to, to sort of bring up, but I seem to I've just had a bit of luck this year. I say with this I think relatively small squad, I've been lucky with injuries, not having many injuries suspensions and I've had good rises as well um, I don't know why I don't know how I, I train obviously do the same things everyone else you train certain players every week but um, yeah just been quite lucky but yeah I, I, yeah I, yeah. there's a couple there that really like Barakovic the centre back I've got he's just keeps getting better and better um, Tenale 
be interesting to see with him end the season as well what's going to happen because <laughs> I, I think he's I think he's going to turn into an anchor man. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you, you look he's, at he's the one everyone was talking about beforehand. Uh, everyone sort of in the Discord and in the chats was sort of saying, yeah, yeah you got to ask him about Tenali. And I mean, just just for, just to sort of say, he's like a twenty-one-year-old, hundred and four. I, I suppose he's like a 38 playmaker at best, isn't he? His best position, I'd say. Yeah, at the moment. At the moment, yeah with composure, composure yeah. and leadership. Oof. Yeah, reminds me of my uh, my Billy Gilmore. I like that. I, I really like that. I think that's a cracking player you've got there. Yeah, so he, he's one of the originals. I've got a couple of original players still, and he was one of them. And, and uh, yeah, again, it was one of those things. When I, when I got back into the game, every week there'd be people messaging me on, what do you want for tonight? And I'm looking at him on, on paper. He was like a, I think he started like a 35 playmaker on like a 94 OA or something silly. Like it, it was low. And I was like, well, is it anything like that? But yeah, the fact that people kept asking me about him was like, well, look, that's someone I've got to, I've got to keep hold of for now. And obviously I potted him and uh, yeah, I'm glad I did keep hold of him. I did. I did, and I'll put it out. I did have a, a deal agreed for him at one point in the game. There was an agreed <laughs> deal that I didn't back out of. The other manager backed out of it. So, um, Ooh, yeah, so I look back now. He was nearly there. Was a, there was a deal in place for him? Yeah, but he didn't go. So, um, right. just about that. kicking himself now. Ah, someone. I was going to say someone is someone's bitterly pissed <laughs> off over that. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. And how have you found like that in the game? I mean, that, that's another sort of contentious sort of thing. People sort of talking about uh, the sort of strength of longevity um, uh, and like the low rises for pot players. I mean, if you could start this game over again, would you build a team of pot players or would you go for more experienced and sort of uh, maybe even older and go for players with longevity? Um, what would be what would be your approach if you could do it again? And is, is there anything like that you sort of regret that you've done in this game that you wish yeah, maybe uh, you, you jumped on it a bit sooner? For me, for me, I'd say no. I think, I think I've, mm. again, probably with a bit more luck than judgment, I've, I've got a relatively good squad or good team now with some good, a good mix of both. I've got some older players. So I've, I've still got Honda, who I, who I, I play, plays in my reserves normally, but good backup free roll that hasn't gone down since I've added longevity to him. Uh, the sweeper that I've got, uh, I, I'm thinking about adding longevity to him. He's only 28, but I, I don't know when to do it. So, um, but again, it's changed. Again, that was another big thing that had changed in the game. So when I first played it, like the game 59, that was all about getting young squads as quickly as you could and just keeping young players and then getting rid of all your old people. Whereas now, I remember mm-hmm. on the podcast a couple of weeks back, there, this, there was this big chat about it, about longevity sort of being underpriced and stuff. Um, I I think, no, I think that the way forward with the game is definitely still getting those younger pop players and I think I think that's the way to play it. And I think oh, yeah, I've got I think I, yeah, I, I agree with you. As opposed to the, the older guys, the old guard. There's definitely a place for that, definitely, but I don't, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be happy sat in season two with, with a load of old people with longevity because... <laughs> it doesn't last, does it? You know, it's not going to be if this game goes into. I don't know how long the game will last. I don't know. Will it go into season five, six, seven, eight, nine? I don't know. But you're not going to want all your old players then, surely. You'd what you'd want the younger guys, surely. Yeah, possibly, possibly. 
Oh, what do you think, Daryl? You, is that... My team's yeah, really how young. How do you think? And I'm actually... I, well, I'm expecting easy seven. Seeing yeah. what we're coming to the end of three and most of the leagues are still done. I mean, easy seven, I think. Mm. Um, depends when other games come out, you know? Depends what comes next. Um, but, yeah, I was looking and I'm starting to think maybe my squad's too young, but... Maybe not. I want to get some more experience in. Um, but no, I think game easy seven. So why longevity has been nice. Maybe it's good for the managers that might dip out end of this season. Maybe some more at next. I would expect to start to see some of threes and four divisions probably loosen up a bit like, and be a bit more unmanaged. But people seem to be grabbing them as second teams. That's, I mean, I was just scrolling and looking there like who could... Maybe who's the worst team? Maybe I just do something ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think easy seven with how it's going right now. Um, but yeah, so then you are going to want some younger players. Longevity is not going to be, you know, as good as as it has been. You know, and you know, I yeah, love I mean, yeah, same. I mean, I've I've got a couple with longevity. I've got a couple with pot. I've got a couple of gold karmas. Uh, nice, nice sprinkle of everything. I think it's it's been quite nice having that. I, I think it's sort of quite beneficial to have a little bit of everything. Now you got, yeah, yeah. I, 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 do, I do feel like maybe sort of experienced, I, I might've took a few more experienced players on, like maybe sort of 27, 28. So going into this season, they'd be like thirties and hopefully still hold with longevity, holding their stats. I think that could have been quite a good way to go forward. Cause they seem to be doing quite well. Um, yeah. It's, it's a quite an interesting one. But um, I thought I'd give you guys a bit of a topic is uh, something that got brought up. Um, the other day, I think, but to both of us, uh, Daryl by mm. Martin, which was, um, you know, how do you guys feel about uh, the commentary in match reports? Um, do you think there's anything behind uh, sort of lines where it says about hitting the post, hitting the bar, or you know, uh, or do you think it's just randomly generated or just something that's put there? Um, do you feel aggrieved when you like lose a game and you've hit like you know everything, you know, every single post in, in the world? You know, how how do you feel about that? I think it's just random. I think it's um, it's the code underneath about the stats, and it's just random for me. It's I don't padded out. Yeah, I think it's just padded out. I don't think there's much more to it. Okay. Um, I think it might need a rework myself again. I think it, you know could mix it up a bit, but I think I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just randomly generated from the numbers underneath. You know. Like they've got like a section of if control beats control or something or pace beats pace and it just automatically generates these, you know, for me. But then it might not because like I expect to set up, I suppose it's how you look at it and it when, you know, whereas you read target man crossing to fullback, sorry to go back to it, you didn't you no. thought that that was nonsense. But if I had read that, that's how I would expect to play. You know, so maybe it's interpretation, but for me, I think it's just randomly generated myself. I mean, yeah. Yeah, me, I, I yeah. don't think there's much in it. I think it's the stuff underneath, and this is just generic comments. Yeah, from, I think, if that I think for me, that in. was like uh, a bit of a rant, um, a naive rant at the time. I, I Possibly, I, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, my, my point has always been when you see a goal scored in a way that hasn't been dictated by tactics in the game. Like, yeah, quite the opposite. Like, yeah, if, if, a t if the team's playing 
I don't know, like wide forwards, run at defence, create space or something like that, and then you lose a goal in the 94th minute to someone pumping it, pumping it long. Yeah, you know I mean, say say they've gone defend deep and it's you know the the strikers pumped it long to a you know to a target, uh, to, sorry to a centre back, and and he's and he scored. You're like, well, what the fuck is going on there with the tactics and and the formation? Yeah, uh, you know, what's the what's the point? Um, so yeah, I, I I sort of like that's why I came to sort of like the thinking that perhaps it was more. Yeah, there is something underneath it all. Like, you know, like you say, Daryl, like um, something, you know, X beats Y and, and, and you know, and it, then it's padded over with a bit of text commentary to, to to gloss over it sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, that's really Yeah, it's something you, you would agree with, John? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just um, random, basically. Okay. I think, um, I think we're just... You see some games. I've had some games where I've lost one nil, but I've I've hit the post, done everything right, and when I've looked at the tactics, I haven't done that much. I haven't done anything wrong. When you've lined up against these other managers, and it's like you have to feel aggrieved when you read when you read the match report sometimes, and you think, well, how? But I think it's just random, like you say. It's just it, it's the numbers mm. beneath, isn't it? And that's, yeah, the cover, yeah. that's just the cover for the numbers game, really. Yeah, I think I think the text is random. I think there is obviously there's clues into what's gone wrong or what's gone right. In you know, you can you can read it and it gives you an idea of what's happened. I think that that's you know for me, I, and I've seen that quite a few times. Like when I've won particular games, it's you know, it's it's sort of that it's highlighted something that I've specifically set out to do and to, to maybe like a tactic to exploit my opponents. Uh, what, about, what about you, Toby? What do you think? Yeah, it, it all depends on the result for me. If I've lost, then yeah, I do fully agree. And I feel there's something wrong with it all. And if I win, then uh, it's completely random and it's fine. Yeah, there was always, again, sorry to keep harping back to it. When I first started playing the game with like, some of the people I used to play it with, they always spoke about this like there would be a random stitch-up result every now and then. And, and for a, a game that's obviously based on numbers, when you look at it, you look at it and you think, well, my numbers are stronger than their numbers. Play the right tactics. I, I can't, not I can't lose, but I shouldn't lose. And then I, I do feel sometimes there are a couple of results that get, throughout the season, you just think that that's just not, like, how have I lost that game? Like, I shouldn't have lost that game. It's dominated everything. And, Sometimes you read the match report and I think sometimes it does sort of, it seems a bit off. Like, you know, you've hit the post three times in a match with, like say, a really good striker that's got good, I don't know, GSI with 10, 10 for shooting or something like that. I think, well, surely he's going to score at some point. And I do feel sometimes there's a few glitches where, yeah, results sort of don't go the way they should do. Um, yeah, I might be a little bit controversial, but I I, I do. Isn't it? I say some of the old boys I used to play with always used to see mm. that there was some sort of glitch every now and then that would happen and just throw a really off result. Would you say that's um? I mean, I th- I, th- I think Ben has sort of used the phrase before, like there there's like a, 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 a what is it? What is it, Daryl? Like an element of luck, something like that. He's I think he said before. Yeah, I think so. Is it some something like that? Yeah, they, they, I think that's written into the code. There's a there's a couple of games this season where, you know, I've been the opposition have been a bit lucky, like a couple of silly draws that I've had, and you could tell mm. that I think it was luck 
thrown in. Um, but yeah, who, who knows? Yeah, I, well, again, I, that, again, that 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 may be me being a little naive. Then I, I didn't know that, so uh, maybe maybe that's what I see every now and then, and th- that little sort of that that luck element come into play, maybe. But, um, yeah, in yeah. Fairly, so, in fairness, people share results with the managers, few managers. We we sort of message results or how did you get on this week, and you sort of see things. Oh, you've been unlucky to lose that one. You should have. Uh, Feel like you should have won that game or at least got a draw. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, as for the the actual commentary, yeah, I definitely could do with a freshen up. Can it? It's it's all pretty same same most weeks, isn't it? Just different yeah, phases. Yeah, and that's why I but don't I, think, I don't think it it has anything because you read the same line maybe every other game. You know. I, I think there's been, there's been a few bits, isn't there? There's definitely been like a few. I've noticed like the sort of the the few lines that you get with like the actual information on like a, like a goal or you know uh, like you know when there's a threat because you, you know you fucked up and you just haven't just maybe just not been punished you know you got lucky basically not to be punished uh, I, I find them a little bit more clearer and I, and I, it's it's you know I don't, whether that's a good thing or not I, I don't know, you know mm. should should it be as clear as that um, I suppose that's up for debate isn't it really. I know many managers would like you know it to be really clear so they know what they've done wrong and how to to you know how to do it. But then does that take the skill out of the game? Does that dumb down the skill mm. level? Does that not? I mean, there's great depth to this game. There's a massive depth of thinking in this game where everybody thinks of it differently and stuff like that. But there is a huge depth with numbers, all that sort of thing. If you to if Ben was to then put in the commentary where they've gone wrong. You would have teams winning every week, and there yes. will be no challenge anymore to it. Yeah, possibly to a degree at least. No, yeah, I, that's, I, that's... I would, I'd agree with that. Like, I, I, I think there's enough information out there now with this uh, discords, forums, WhatsApp groups, rule books, everything now to make this game as easy as possible. I just think adding more to it just take any skill out in it. Like you can't have it handed to you. And I think that if he was to do that, it almost handed it to you. You know, I think that it's yeah. at a level enough to help. If you can't figure it out from what's available, you're never going to. That's a fair point. That's a very fair. P- and you've long sort of held that sort of conviction, haven't you, Daryl? Where I have. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've never, you've, you've never wanted it dumbed down too much. You want that sort of, um, you've you've long sort of said like you know to to not make it too easy, and sometimes you felt like it's been getting too easy. Was that yeah. was that sort of what what was behind the 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 calm like you sort of like your dislike for karma? I, I karma just, players, I, karma yeah, players. I, I, I just don't like them. Yeah, again, it's just you know I've said it I've said it to people like this, like even with the podcast, like I do worry sometimes. Are we making too much information available? Are we breaking it down too much and and taking some of the skill out? Um, I do worry about that because I already think, you know, it's it's not difficult to learn. You, like, you wouldn't have to be a massive football tactician to pick this game up very quickly, you know, with the information that's available alone through us and other sources and stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but like, it comes from there. Like, I don't, you know, I, we want to help and we want everyone to enjoy the game. But you don't, I don't know, you don't want it to become too easy because then where's there, there'll be no longevity in the managers, let alone the players, isn't it? 
Um, but yeah, Palmer <laughs> players, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I've just never liked it. I mean, I've signed, I'll sign them, you know, I'll, I'll make them because I don't want to get left behind. I'm not going to mess about, but I, I just don't like the idea of it. You know, get like two, all 10 players, like the players I've got, yeah, like, they're disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like they it's, are, it's they, kind, they are it's disgusting. kind of like, yeah, you're, you're just using the tools that you've got provided to you, isn't it? Yeah. You're not, you're yeah. not necessarily a fan of them, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like calm, but, but I think you could just do so. You, they, they don't need to be like pop players. I like the thought of, you know, like they don't have to end up being beasts, but I do like the thought of being able to create my kit. That, that gives me an interest in like uh, a yeah. valid interest in, in like running my youth teams and, and stuff like that. Oh yeah, totally. It's been nice to see my daughters in my squad, for instance, like their names there. It's been cool, but you know, like they're, they're disgustingly good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's a 10 star regression anchor man. I've got both footed determination, resilience, and it's just like, oh, Scored 11 goals from Anchorman in my setup <laughs> in the youth team. You know, like it's, it's just been, it's disgusting. And it's shit like for me that, that takes a little bit of the realism away. I mean, I walk down the street, put my earpiece in and just interview myself, pretending I'm interviewing my players. I do that shit still because I like the little bit of realism. But then when I see stuff like that, like 11 goals, scored a hat trick the other week from Anchorman in my youth team. And I'm just like, oh God, it's just a bit much, isn't it? It's just a bit much. <laughs> oh dear, I'm going to say nothing about Brozovic then. Jesus Christ, <laughs> 15 or something like that, something yeah, stupid. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's disgusting. Not, not going to complain though. I'm quite happy with Brozovic. You know, long may he continue to do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, how about you guys? I mean, how, how do you find like the sort of like the new stuff? Like, like I mean, we sort of touched on it a little bit, but would you? Would you? Be happy with things like karma staying in the games. You think it's something that should be built on, or you know, I suppose to you, Toby. You know, if you've seen the game in the past, the older style, did you prefer that? I think do you know. Again, this is where I'm going to sound like a complete newbie. I've not, I've not created any karma players yet. I've not really looked into it, if I'm honest. And I, I might be doing a doing myself no favors there, having not done it yet. But um, yeah, karma is not not really something. I've gone after. I've not gone after karma points every time. I, I don't do any of the charity work or anything like that. So, and again, <laughs> that, that, like, fuck charity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um. But again, that that might just be down to inexperience and, and not knowing. You know, not knowing to do it. Or, or I'm aware of it, but um. Yeah. I just. I just. I, I haven't used it really in that that way i've used it to to shorten injuries but that's about it that's all that's all the karma points i've got you know what i mean so um yeah i, I don't i've not used it for that yet so um yeah look, I, i've no issue with it i because I, I i've not i've not benefited from it so uh yeah look, I, I don't mind seeing it and if it, again if it gives people a bit of an interest in the game or something to invest in then by all means keep it i think yeah i think we'll be, whatever keeps the game going and keeps it running is good. Um, keep people interested. So, yeah. I, is, is your interest in the game still like quite high? I mean, is, or is there? Yeah, no, mine is definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, it's, it's, I've got back into it, say, uh, whatever it was. I, yeah, it was something. Um, so my cousin got in touch with me. I was actually um, going through, everyone seems to be, uh, not not a sub story, but yeah, I was in 
quite a quite a big bout of depression at the time. I'd, I'd just um, taken a step back from a, a job at work, stepped down, and um, yeah, I, it was just something that got brought up whilst I was in counselling. Actually, just sort of some something I could do away from work and 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 sort of family life. What what could you do to, to just break away? Do you know what I mean? So that and that the, yeah. the game gave me something else. To focus on, yeah, except give you you give your mind a rest, I suppose, in, in a sense. Yeah, exactly that. So, um, oh, yeah, I've got to be able. To, like, yeah, I love it, and I, I, it's sort of, yeah, it's taken me back to that. Like as I said, like fourteen, fifteen, and I'll, I'll mention yeah, it quickly. Yeah. Um, when I first started playing the game, before I didn't know Ben run it, so there was a guy who used to call Justin. Justin right. used to run the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, Justin, it, it was ran about five minutes from where I live. So I used to be able to take my turn down and post it through the letterbox. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been to UE Towers? Yeah, yeah. So on, on turn day, when I first started playing, it, where I worked, there was uh, there was sort of five or six of us that worked. I work in the quarrying industry, and there were five or six of us that played the game. We used to send the one person off on my turn on like a Thursday and he would go and pick the turns up from Justin's house then come back with them hot off the press like still warm <laughs> some of the wow. be like, that is yeah, fantastic and that was how that was how it used to be like, and I, I that that sort of feeling I did, it sounds really sad but that sort of giddy oh, feeling it sounds great <laughs> it sounds fucking brilliant yeah that's a, I used to love that I used to love that and doing it again now not quite as fun because obviously I've grown up a little bit and I don't get it anymore delivered personally to me, but it's still quite a cool feeling when the turn comes through. Shit, right. You sort of eat up down team news. Oh no, I've had a suspension. Someone's been sent off and I love it. It was a, it was a cool feeling to sort of rediscover. So yeah, I'm well invested in the game and I'm really enjoying it. I think obviously things like WhatsApp and discord weren't around when I was playing it. So that's really cool as well. Um, some of the same names, so obviously Jay <laughs> was hey. around back back when I was first playing. So yeah, there was um, a few names that I can still recognise. So um, yeah, but I, I'm really invested. I think it's a it's a good just a good little escape once a week, and um, yeah, I enjoy it. And I think the podcast is brilliant. I think this is lots of new little things. It's sort of yeah, taken on a, a sort of new. Uh, it's, it's all right, mate. You can you can say we're fantastic. It's absolutely fine. I think it's really good. Like, <laughs> not up like we don't blow our own trumpet on. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, well, maybe that wrong for. <laughs> How about yourself? I mean, that was that's fantastic, really, and it's it's really good. Um, oh, yeah, obviously glad. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, it's giving you some sort of help. You know, at least mentally. I mean, I think a lot of us sort of have done that. You know, you use mm. this as like an outlet, and I think that's a great thing. Um, yeah, even included there, so 100 talk, talk with other people and stuff it's, it's just yeah i think even that is probably undervalued like i don't think people realize just about it i'm having a, like a, a bit of banter on a whatsapp group or on discord or whatever it might be that you use yeah it's it's, it's quite you know it's, it's quite positive in that respect i think it's a, a good to almost like a community if you know what i mean it, it works really well in that respect so um it, it is, and, and it's it's nice because I, I always sort of explain this, so like with, with football, and sort of um, people have asked me, you know, you know, in the past, 
you know, what is it about football you love? And it's like, for me, it's like when I go to like, uh, well, back when I used to go to watch Arsenal before, I, yeah, fucking that caused more depression than anything. But, um, <laughs> but when I used to go back there, it, it was great that it didn't matter like what color you were, what, yeah, religion or no religion or uh, what you did for work, uh, what clothes you wore. And it didn't, nothing mattered. You go there, you support your team. And, and I feel like that's kind of the same in UE where mm. like, yeah, pro- some of the people I, I talk to the most um, get on great with, you know, I mean, like I have really good laughs with Nath and, you know, and he's a massive Tottenham fan, you know, and yeah, yeah we, we have absolute fucking right of a laugh. Um, and there's, you know, there's you know, loads of characters. I mean, you know, like you say, you've got Jay, you've got Amir, absolute fucking, you know, uh, we've had like people like Fifi on, you know, really good characters, like, you yeah, know, quite, and all different, all completely different. But it's like all pucker, pucker guys. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's... And how about you, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think there's, there's so much to learn. Yeah. I think you learn every week. Um, yeah. It keeps yeah. you interested. And that's why I was saying before, if, if Ben was to make it any, any easier or put it all in writing in a rule book, then we, we kind of wouldn't have this. There wouldn't yeah. be this every week, yeah. you know what I mean? There would be no vested interest in it because people would just soon be winning every week and just go, oh, yeah, I've done it now. I don't need, don't need to play anymore. But this keeps everybody interested, keeps everybody talking. I think it's great. I'm still going to invest in it. And if there was no game came up, yeah, I'd play the, the game as well. So Yeah, you'd be up for a new one? Yeah, in time, yeah. I mean, not just now. I mean, this this one, I think... It's got loads more legs in it yet. Yeah, I, I, I'd have to agree there, to be honest with you. I, I would I be in that, one with yeah. Muscles and Lewis so I can get easy 12 points. Oh! <laughs> 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 uh, they're going to be after your ass for that now. Mate, they couldn't catch me. They're so far down, aren't they? Oh, dear. The oh forgotten dear. men. That's what they are now. The forgotten men. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Uh, Joe, I'd, I'd like to go. I'd like to go into a game with like a, a big group of lads. I know, I've always wanted to play one with you, Daryl. Like you, Faddy, Upton, Sibo, maybe back in the day. Yeah, you know, all, all those sort of yeah. Fucking hell, I can't, I can't remember the last time I even spoke to Andy. But uh, yeah, yeah. Again, like puck, completely pucker guys. It'd be absolutely fucking brilliant. But um, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna head to uh, transfer roundup now, Daryl, and then we're we're hit some questions from the forums. We had quite a few for you guys, so uh, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, right, yeah. So this week's top cash buys, uh, they what are they called? Reykjavik, uh spent the most on one player this week as transfer listed Sanger was signed from Sparta Prague for just over seventy five point two million. Twenty three years old, hundred and two thirty eight centre mid with pot. He has an AR this season of eighty one percent and has risen one PV. And 4.08 since season two. Hibernia, no one cares, so whatever. Some dude he <laughs> uh, This week's top swap deals. Everton had a big week as they let not one, but two monster players leave. First of all, Orsic, 2,707.37. free roll, a right left forward with GSI and Pop. Damn. Um, went to Club Bruges yeah, in exchange for McVeigh, 2,401.38 centre-back. Uh, with determination, resilience, pot, and Pirovani, 2,537 left back. Then Kastanga, uh, 2,505. 
Sorry, my cat has just decided that he wants to get involved. Uh, Kastanga, 2,505, <laughs> 38 centre-back with teamwork, composure and pot. Left for Interturku in exchange for Aka, uh, 2,202, 37 centre-mid with pro leader pot. And 56 million. It was a case of both deals or no deals in the form of Everton as the form as the inform Evertonians prepare for next season. Always good to see managers return. And we welcome back Richard Webster last week as he took over West Brom. And his first deal was with Leon. As Richard signed a beast in Hindu, 2505 40 sweeper free roll with composure and pot. Anash went the other way alongside 53 million. And he is a 2504-39 free roll with free kicks and pot. And an 87% AR. Nice deal. Um, busiest manager this week, as well as his big cash deal. Got involved in swaps and all sorts this week as the pink scooter, for fuck's sake, really. Um, secured a <laughs> little Hibernia, but he also landed the League Cup as well. Well done, Cam, blah, blah, blah. Added to that, he's now in control of the Northern League as his midget land go top after a major collapse from Skeens Valerenga. Really, he's Callum top in two divisions. Fuck me. Um, he's now made his plans clear for next season's <laughs> Premier League with Hibs by capturing that beauty, Taliso. 2706, 37 fullback and centre back, 36 anchor man with determination and pot, costing him his reserve team striker Hopkins, 2403, 38 target man with gamesmanship, determination and pot, and McGowan, 2201, 38 left back with gentlemen and pot. Hibbs certainly look stronger heading into the Premier League and season four. Don't be silly. Um, right, the Hammond transfer special. <laughs> Not often that little Sturm Gratz do a major deal, but as promised, one went through this week as Gratz star man and the man that controls the play and has been worth at least 30 points to the club this season. I wouldn't say that much. He was out for like six games. Uh, Sabitzer has left the club and he le- heads to the Giants of Manchester. Uh, obviously the blue side, not that red United. side. Oh. <laughs> Sabitzer is 2203-38 right mid free roll and playmaker with composure and pot as well and will fly up at the end of the season. But the deal scenes, Sturmgratz sign Odegaard, 2205-38 playmaker with composure, flair and pot and sees City receive 28 million. Odegaard is certainly class, but doesn't provide the option Sabitzer does, but it's heard on the grapevine that Daryl wanted an out and out playmaker and he now has one, so must have a plan. I do have a plan. Do they? A cunning one. A cunning. No, yeah, like Sabitzer is a beast, but I've got, I've got multiple players that can play multiple positions. You know, I've got a both-footed 37-98 winger, like no stat under seven. I've got a 10-speed with flair, 37 right mid. I've got Day, 3700 with flair, free roll. I've got Langson that can play free roll. Odegaard can play free roll if I need to. So I, it was a more about I was using Sabitzer for everything, whereas I want to get the play other players involved. You know, I need to put yeah, a lot yeah. of essays on my midfield. That's my next focus. I've kind of settled on my defense. There's like one more to do. Um, and now it's sort of focus every point that I get into my midfield. Um, it needs a lot more SA if I'm going to challenge next season. Um, and Odegaard was the first point, point of that, you know. So, um, yeah, I wanted an out and out play now playmaker and you know Sabitz is great but I survived without Suarez and I've survived without Lima and uh I'll survive without, <laughs> I'll survive without him but no Odegaard keeps going. and he it starts going. to feel you know like I know I've got a squad where I can go to Amir and get someone like Odegaard you know I'm, I'm starting to put a team together where I'm okay and this week the man actually arrives as well Sicarella is done deal 
a done motherfucking deal. Can you believe? Uh, was that Andy? Yeah, I got him. Andy Davidson. Yeah, Andy yeah, Davidson yeah. has finally let me. He was, I, I'm uh, seeing what you use the podcast for now. <laughs> that's that's oh, not the first time. No, it's not. I got Armstrong you're, off you're Percy. You've got gains. Yeah, I got Armstrong off Percy. Um, yeah, I, I signed Kiang Betty off someone that come on the podcast for cash, I think it was. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I've done well off the pod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Levy, yeah. Levy's we, the next we, one. We need, we, Levy, we need to have Levy. a chat about Armstrong, actually. <laughs> um, Levy, yeah, maybe. Toby, Toby, Levy, Levy, Levy. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go to some questions. So, we've got, so, uh, yeah, we put it out there, as always, on the Discord podcast uh, channel. Um, it's, it's in the UE121 uh, Discord, but uh, we've got a podcast section uh, for questions, stuff like that. And the first one is from the Celta Vigo manager. He asks, uh, I think this is for, for you, Toby, will Tonali be a one-club player? <laughs> Do you know what? I'll be interesting to see what people... I don't think I'm the easiest guy to deal with, but I, sometimes it almost feels like he's he's almost untradeable. Like, he, yeah. he's not good. So, um very likely, but I'm always, I, every time someone messages me, I'm always like, yeah, I'm open to offers, you know, going to need this, this and this. And uh, yeah, nothing's, nothing's taken my fancy yet, but be nice when it be very romantic if he was, wouldn't it? But we'll see. You yeah. never know. Never know. I, I have to agree. I, I've sort of been the same today about, um, I got asked about B- Billy Gilmore, who's, like a ten passing, uh, a ten passing or ten control, one of the two, and he's he's yeah, he's got ten vision as well, so he's he's absolutely fucking fantastic. And I normally in the past I'd be like, there's no chance. I don't often, I never used to swap, but now in this game I I don't mind swapping. So if the deal's right and like if it's a player I do want to keep, and it would have to sort of favour my side quite a bit. But mm. uh, yeah, never say never. You never know. Never uh, know. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Fozzie asks uh, to to both of you if you if you've needed advice or helpful pointers, who do you think has given the best advice? Let's see. Uh, from my side, um, Nath Nath Thunder, he got a hold he got a hold of me and really advised me on different things. And again, I've spoken a few matches, um, deal at Lipsig and. He's been great. Quite a few you speak to in the game who will give you little tips. But even when I listen to the podcast, I'm always I've got a notepad next to us where I just write everything down. <laughs> this is bollocks. This is bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, they drop fatty. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he's just got that in a big black marker. Much yeah. better without the jingles and him saying suck a dick. <laughs> you should get Dave to call up Daniel Levy then, isn't it? They might. He might. He could use some help in it down there. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Toby? Yeah, Dale. Uh, yeah, Dale. I'll speak to Dale a little bit. Uh, Gibbo as well. Uh, ben was Ben. Ben when he was playing the game. We'll lean on. Um, yeah, but I've got to be honest. It, yeah, there's, I, I don't feel like there's anyone I couldn't message. I, I, everyone's been pretty receptive when I'm sort of. So, yeah, I think everyone's willing to, to lend a little bit of uh, advice, but yeah, everyone's been pretty helpful. But again, I, I've tried, I'd like to think I've tried sort of figuring it out myself. Because again, going back to what we talked about earlier on, I think uh, 
yeah, you don't want you want to be told how to how to do it. You want to sort of learn it yourself, then you pick it up yourself. But I've definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah people have helped uh, Dale and um, Gibbo would be my two. Oh, fair play, fair play. Um, oh, next one actually is it's from Jay to you, Toby, and he asked if you still personally deliver your MDS to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I still like that. That's pucker. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it was that was really cool. And again, I didn't, it to me, because there was like a group of like five or six of us that all played, uh, I think it was game 59, so I was Chelsea, my my best mate uh, was Man United, uh, I think we had, uh, one of the other guys was the Everton manager, and then we had one other guy that was the Roma manager, but we were all, yeah, we all worked together and we were all in the same game, so um, yeah, it was really cool, it was really cool, um, but yeah, don't don't do that anymore, Don't don't deliver it anymore. Jay did ask me once, I do remember he did ask me once for a photo of UE headquarters, which I never oh delivered God. to him. <laughs> yeah, a photo of UE headquarters. He'd just be there in just some stockings and suspenders and a fucking heat patch on his wrist, wouldn't he? Oh, no. Jesus. Fucking hell. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Try to keep him away from you. Uh, oh, God. Uh, is, uh, is it Percy who manages Rangers? No, who is it no, who manages not. Rangers? Um, Steve, something, you know? Oh, Steve Pettigrew, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. sorry. Um, he's asked, uh, how do you guys... Oh, Christ. How do you guys think Gerard will do at Aston Villa now he has left Scotland too early? <laughs> I was, yeah, I only just saw that today. I suppose that's real football, though, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, th- I, I th- couldn't yeah. give a shit about I either, think. really. Uh, no, I, I, I... Like you, I'm an Arsenal fan, so... Um, really? Man. I knew I liked him. But, um, no, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. I, I think it's a. I think I think it's a good move yeah. for him, and um, but I'd be interesting because I'm a big believer in like at that level, like a Premier League level, even like even in the Scottish Scottish um, Premier League, players are like they're they're good, aren't they? They're they're good at what they do. So I'm a big believer in like have all the best coaches, and there's just a big need for for motivation and for those head coaches and managers to be able to galvanise people and, and motivate them. So I think Gerard, yeah, like I can imagine he's pretty inspirational. Do you know what I mean? If he gets gets his back up, he obviously he's done it in the past. So I think he'll do a good job there. I think good move, good job. And uh, I think he'll do well. Uh, again, I don't really follow Scottish football, so I don't know how much further he, he could have taken Rangers. I think like he's obviously done well there. So... Yeah, as he sort of left at the right time, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the village job's a good job for him. Okay, cool, cool. Um, John. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good move for him. It's not a massive club like what Lampard did when he went back to Chelsea. That was probably too big for him, and they wouldn't give him enough time. But I think Villa will give Gerard a bit more time. And if yeah, they work on if they work on something like a few years plan. Like I think Newcastle will do with Eddie Howe, then I kind of think it'll be it'll be good in the future, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an interesting one as well. Eddie Howe at Newcastle, I quite like that. I think and isn't Frank Lampard Norwich? Isn't that meant to be done tomorrow or something? Is it? Yeah, I think he was Ooh. sitting there talking to him today. I think they caught him. Um, yeah, so I think he's uh, he's going to Norwich from what I heard tonight. Oh dear! Uh, next one is uh, from Buff. <laughs> Yeah, typical buff. Uh, 
is but to both managers um have any managers try to abuse your position as newbies to the game i, I suppose that's like yeah you know, has anyone tried to fleece you of your players <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that giggle means yeah maybe <laughs> i know that giggle <laughs> yeah yeah I, I refuse to name and shame but yeah oh, I've, 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 i had a few when i first when i first started yeah but you just get you, you have to like really just suss it out yourself really yeah definitely you, you quickly learn who are the snakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> again I'd have to say I was probably being naive because I've probably not realised if I was trying to be done over or something they're like mm. uh, but no I, I, don't, I don't think so but again I'm happy with the deals I've done up till now so uh, yeah no I don't think I've been arse raped yet to be honest I think I've Nace asked to, to John, when Sunderland get rich owners, will you go back to supporting your boyhood club? <laughs> oh, that sounds, uh, yeah. That's, what an absolute that's a, shit house. That is, that is peak, peak Nace there. I love that. Uh, and he's also <laughs> asked, uh, Sorry, go on, go on, John. It's because he's a closet gunner, that's what it is. Oh, it is, yeah, 100%. 100%. He loves Bergkamp. He actually, I'm, I'm sure he's got a T-shirt with Bergkamp on. Yeah, he's like he's like Tim Sherwood. He's got one of the Arsenal crests uh, tattooed on his leg, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and he's asked uh, to Toby, with uh, Borukovic, Tonali and to- uh, Cordoba on fire, do you have any plans of sending them to Tondela? <laughs> <laughs> I can um, and, uh, give that one a no. <laughs> That'll be fair, but for now. <laughs> uh, Joe at Sarajevo's asked, were you both offered a 95 OA player for one of your 105 OA players in your first month, or was it just me? <laughs> I think that sort of ties in with the, the other one, wasn't it? Yeah. No no okay. naming and shaming, but it happens. There are some deals um, in it that get sent, and you read it, and you close your phone, don't you? And you think... I read that right and you open it again and you're like yeah you really did offer me that <laughs> you, you just gotta find the politest way to say fuck no <laughs> <laughs> oh christ well here's one for you daryl oh. um and miss i was asked uh to to both uh, i suppose to everyone uh, what, what do you like most about christmas <laughs> anything if you as long as you uh, don't talk to me as long as there's not singing it <laughs> yeah man as long as there's no missile uh. fucking sitting there taking a shit or singing i'm all right yeah, yeah, do you know what I was going to say? That's what I love about Christmas. Well, do I mo- people like, being, people the being is, on their best behaviour and I've closing the door when they take a shit. I've hospitality like all my life. It's only the last few years I haven't. I think that destroyed Christmas for me because I'd work it, you know? I, I mean, it's only, yeah. so when the la- it's only the last three. This will be the third Christmas that I haven't worked since I was 18 years old. Like Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So You'll be, you'll be streaming though. Uh, yeah, I've done it once on Christmas Day when the ex went to Kazakhstan for, which I think she's thinking about doing this year. So because New Year's a big deal and they don't get to go there much, especially the last couple of years. So um, they may be going there for. So I'll probably stream Christmas Day this year. I'll be alone. I'll be alone in Colchester. <laughs> uh, I'm not a Christmassy guy. Yeah, so really I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I, I remember not. you saying that on a previous pod, and I, yeah. I'm pretty sure didn't wasn't Fanny in the same 
Yeah, because that, again, yeah. he worked hospitality. And I think if you've done that for any length of time or taken it very serious or you've been in like customer facing jobs, I, Christmas just, yeah, people are assholes on Christmas and I hate it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it just remi- reminds me of just stress and quite loneliness. It's just not, you know, I, the last couple of years have been decent. I've tried to fight it. But yeah, I'm not a Christmassy person and I blame my choice of jobs for that. Hi, John. Two weeks off and loads of drink. That's what I enjoy about Christmas. (laughs) And multiple wanks. Hey. (laughs) That's my kind of Christmas. It's not Christmas without that, yeah. Uh, The only thing I like about Christmas actually is Die Hard and Gremlins. Uh, yeah yeah thank you because that is that is a christmas movie it is i don't give a fuck what anyone says die uh, hard is a christmas movie uh yeah toby thoughts yeah look the same as most not not being at work is, is pretty cool time time with my kids and um home alone home alone for me is, is a master oh yes good yes, home, home alone, alone die hard and gremlins and you're laughing yeah yeah there's another one i like at christmas i can't i can't remember what it i'm sure it's like you know i don't know I can't remember. There's, a, there's another sort of silly one that I love watching at Christmas, and yeah, everyone always says it's not a Christmas movie, and yeah, to me it is. I can't remember what it is though. Um, I love Christmas. My birthday's the day before. I have a fucking yeah. I'll just get smashed and eat shit for two days solid at least. So yeah. Um, and just finishing up. Uh, there are, there's quite a few, quite a few more messy. Oh fuck, they're still coming in. I think we've got a tie up there though, haven't we? Um, Hold on. There's one I actually wanted to answer. Oh, go on then, yeah. Because it made me think of a story. It's not really a ghost. Like Gary asked if oh, any yeah. of us have seen a ghost. It's not really a ghost, but I was at mate's house once, so fucking high on acid, right? I'd taken so much, right? And I'm laying Lovely. down, and I swear to God, my feet just packed up and left me and walked off to watch the TV, right? And I know what I saw, and I still feel it to this day. My feet were gone, and everyone's coming in. I'm freaking out, like freaking out, because all I'm seeing at the bottom of my feet is stumps. I'm just stumps, and I'm seeing my feet in front of the TV, and everyone's trying to pick me up, and I'm fighting them because I'm like, I can't stand. I've got no feet. <laughs> yeah, that's the, probably the closest to a ghost that I've seen. I'll, I'll, I'll answer it that way. Just off my nut. Like, one of the first times I'd done acid, I'd done way too much. I was just a mess. But yeah, I literally walk, watched my feet walk off and sit in front of the telly watching Coronation Street. <laughs> That's your Daryl story for the week, lads. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, lads. Uh, yeah, do you want to, anyone want to finish on that? <laughs> no, for me. No, no, no for me. If, if so you have, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to sell you some magic beans. Yeah, but, um, I, the, the best one, like the because from acid, I thought was a bit too dangerous. But then the mushrooms were the best. Like Brighton, you could actually buy them in a shop. You could just buy like mushrooms back in the day, Brighton in a shop. Yeah, you know, I was just going to come out there with the one of the best ones is mushroom tea. When you yeah, make yeah. mushroom tea, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 ra- I used to wrap that. them around the Twix. <laughs> <laughs> just chow it down. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, were, they were the best. They were the best. There was a lot. I, of I, remember, I remember we used to go and pick them, and I just used to eat them as I was going. And then by the time you get by the time you get back to somebody's house and make the tea, you're already off your tits. <laughs> yeah, and you're just, you're just sitting there going, "What? What am I going to do now?" Yeah, 
I remember like trying. People. I was trying to race an Asian lady, like like a hundred year old Asian lady, and because it felt like my legs couldn't move, I was determined to beat her up this hill, and I just couldn't get up this hill. It was just madness. It was madness. I've done it with a speed camera as well, where you try to make the speed camera flash. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, mate, to, I'm fat as fuck. I've, I've, I've been on mushrooms. I can't run. The only thing that runs with me is the engine of my car, and there's absolutely no chance I was going to set a speed camera off, but I still tried multiple times. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. So people it. always uh, people always say how how does Daryl come with these stories? Uh, I think that explained <laughs> a great deal. <laughs> Just wrapping wrapping magic mushrooms around a fucking Twix. <laughs> uh, as as you do, as you do. Yeah. Well they taste like Satan. Like that is what I imagine <laughs> the devil to taste like. They are rotten to the core. Do you awful. know what I mean? You have to do something. And when you're in a like on Brighton Beach, there's not much choice, is it? So wrap it around a Twix. That was that was the solution. <laughs> Don't ever change that. Fucking no, hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you very much, guys, for for coming on, John, Toby. Absolute pleasure. Having yeah, it's been great, fun. actually. Yeah, it's been really oh, good. Yeah, enjoyed that. Nice casual chat. It's fucking brilliant. And Daryl, you're an absolute legend. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, mate. Um, oh, sorry, Daryl. One last thing. Uh, yeah. uh, Callum Lang asked me to ask you. Did you get a present today? He can suck on my nuts. I'll shave. I'll even. <laughs> I won't even shave him for two weeks, and then I'll dip him in his fucking head. Yes, I did get your present. And you know what? He asked me to make a TikTok with it, and I've got one. You watch. You you watch this space. I will put that TikTok, and I will I will do it straight oh, to him. Yeah. I've got the perfect TikTok for that fucking present for him. You'll see. <laughs> All right, and on that we'll finish. Um, thank you very much again, guys, and yeah, we'll see.